Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where it appears this week is about to get rated R. It's lost in the mid card. Welcome to our Royal Rumble reaction show. Lots to react to, obviously. Lots to be happy about all as well. And uh, uh, lots to talk about with the future uh, regarding WrestleMania going forward. We're going to talk about all that, what happened on Raw afterwards as well. A little bit of AEW and NXT and some headlines. But first, thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on the iTunes, Spotify, any of your favorite podcasting apps. Just search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way, typically every Wednesday. And you can also subscribe to us on the YouTube. And the links to all of that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Lost in the Midcard. Or... Got the Twitter at LITMC Podcast, where we uh, also share a lot of great tweets from the wrestling world. I am your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can find me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. My co host, as always, he is on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. It is Mr. Matt Black. Matt, how you doing? Could be better, JB. I'm not in the best of moods, but I'm here and we're on the road to WrestleMania, and I guess we're going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, we start off with, uh, the, uh, the kickoff show here at the Royal Rumble women's tag title match. Um, I guess probably kind of predict predictably Ric Flair and Lacey Evans distract Charlotte Flair and cost the title. So now Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, are holding the belts. I guess we really can't be surprised about that, can we, Matt? I'm just glad they put it on the fucking kickoff show because the entire match and the finish was fucking trash. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it would have brought down an otherwise really solid pay-per-view, you know, if that would have been a part of the main card. So, I'm, not, I'm just not feeling this Lacey and Charlotte thing. And it's like the same shit every match. You know, Crash. it it's there's no there's nothing creative about it. They did the exact same thing on Raw. It, it's like n- nothing nothing good about it. You'll get no argument from me, man. Mm-hmm. We go to the main card, kick things off with the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre, Bill Goldberg, and. Uh, I guess, Matt, you could say this is your typical uh, current day Bill Goldberg match. Pack a lot of shit in five minutes, right? It, it was what it needed to be. Yeah. Like, they, did, they didn't need to go any longer than they did. Um, they, they did the right thing. They put Drew over. You know, Goldberg did fine. Gave us an action pack. People complaining about the jackhammer, but I, I, I thought it was honestly one of his better jackhammers he's done. Uh, in the last year or two. Um, so, yeah, I just, it was fine. Like, I, I, I didn't have a problem with it at all. I don't think it was Bill's fault. I think it was uh, Drew didn't quite land it right. 
his feet hit first. But I mean, shit happens. We're we're you know we're back in here. It scared the shit out of me though, how late Drew kicked out of that jackhammer, because Cone hit three, but Drew had two point nine, pal. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Goldberg giving respect to Drew afterwards, uh, saying I've earned you've earned my respect, and uh, Drew saying likewise. A uh, little handshake, a little hug, and 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 Bill raising the hand of of Drew. Uh, then we got Sasha Banks and uh, Carmella. Uh, a decent, a solid match, Matt. I'm going to say solid match. Uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't great. Uh, it was uh, it didn't have uh, obviously the uh, blockbuster excitement in, that the five minutes of 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 uh, Goldberg and Drew gave us. Um, it was just a, it was just solid for me with uh, Sasha retaining, um, a, a, a result I was worried about also going into it, but, uh, you know, it was kind of a, a, a theme for the night, Matt. We got results that we wanted surprisingly for a, another rumble where we, we figured we were going to be bouncing our head off the wall, right? <laughs> I like I, I didn't have a problem with Sasha and Carmella either, beside the fact that Carmella almost broke her damn neck. Yeah. Um, you know, other than that, I thought the match was fine. Yeah. Uh Carmella and Sasha work well together. And like Sasha just continues to prove that she can get a good match out of anybody that she works with. Yeah. And um, Carmella's improved. No, I'm not saying she hasn't. I'm just I'm just saying I think those two work well together. Yeah. And like I can't remember, I can't ever recall Sasha Banks having a bad match with someone. Like yeah. walking away from it and going, "That was bad." You know, sometimes accidents happen. You know, in, in whatever, but in the grand scheme of things, her matches are always solid. Yeah, and you know, yeah, it, it was exactly what I expected it to be. I I didn't foresee a title change here. Not not on the not on the road to WrestleMania. It, it didn't make any sense for them to even consider. Um, putting the title on Carmella at this point of the year. Maybe if we were in like J- June or July, maybe you know. But but this but this time of year, yeah, I just. Well, we got to give me my wish that I wished for many months ago with Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Uh, speaking of which, the uh, we got. Uh, Well, before we get to that little backstage uh, segment with the New Day, uh, great respect to uh, Brody Lee with uh, their gear, which I hear they're auctioning off for uh, a, uh, uh, a cause in, New- in Rochester, New York as well. Um, so that's pretty cool. Bad the, Bunny. The, per- the gear was very cool. It was. Uh, Bad Bunny performing with Booker. Um Then we got the uh, Royal Rumble by the numbers video that we all know and love ahead of the women's Royal Rumble match. Bailey entering in at number one with Cole shaved in the back of her head. Oh boy. She wants to challenge Michael Cole at WrestleMania, which is kind of funny. Naomi, a surprise return from injury was the number two entrant in the, in the Rumble. Bianca 
Bel Air coming in at number three. I kind of predicted Bianca and Bailey to uh, uh, be in it towards the end or at the end, and uh, here they are at one and three, so maybe even going the distance, you're thinking. Um, number four, Billy Kay doing her little comedy. I was, I was entertained by Billy Kay on the rumble, Matt. I was entertained. I'm always, I'm always entertained by Billy Kay. So (laughs) that was pretty good. I liked that. Uh, old Shotzi Blackheart from NXT coming in at number five with her tank, uh, almost taking off Billy Kay's head with the missile. Shayna Baszler in at six. Um, as uh, Billy Kay is trying to form an alliance with anybody after her that comes down to the ring as she perform, uh, provides her resume, but nobody's listening to it. Uh, number seven, Tony Storm from NXT, uh, who also does not listen to uh, Billy Kay. But number eight, our first uh, surprise entrant, Jillian Hall. Blast from the past. We even get her song that I know you missed, Matt. I know you, you loved it and missed it. No. And, uh, oh, we finally got someone to team up with Billy. Billy and Jilly. And uh, it didn't really last too long, but they uh, they, they formed a, a short-lived team. Uh, Ruby Riot in at nine. And uh, how about another surprise? Uh, good to see Victoria in at number 10. We have not seen her in the WWE in a long time. That was awesome to see, wasn't it, Matt? Yeah, it was uh, it was a nice surprise, especially after the tease last year that we thought she was going to be in it. Yeah, when they tested when they tested her Tron last year, so for yeah. actually being it this year, I thought it was very cool. I thought she looked great. Yeah, I thought so too. Very excited to see her. A big fan of hers. Peyton Royce in at number eleven. Thought we'd get an iconic reunion, but oh, they didn't even give us that. Oh well, it was kind of kinda. Well, Peyton wanted it, but Billy didn't. Well, Billy wanted it. She just didn't want to upset her Ruby, her friends in the Riot Squad. Yeah. So, uh, Santana Garrett from NXT at twelve, um, who really isn't around much in NXT, so to speak. So that was kind of a, a unique uh, entrant. So I was like, oh, she won't last too long. Uh, Liv Morgan at 13, who, uh, if you watched Up, Up, Down, Downs, Royal Rumble, she always, she said she she never lasts long in the Royal Rumble. Well, she finally got to last for a little while in a Royal Rumble. I can't remember how long she lasted, but uh, I can pick up pull up the Wikipedia real quick. But uh, well, did you did you catch the uh, Up, Up, Down, Down Royal Rumble, Matt? Um, yeah. Um, I. Uh... I, I, I kind of skipped through over the main event because Twisted Metal Four is one of the most boring. It takes forever. Boring for games to ever play on a one-on-one format. It takes and, forever. And I was just like, I'm not sitting here. I'm not sitting through this. And it takes. It takes forever. I, I enjoyed the rest of the. I enjoyed the rest of the event, but that was the wrong game. Uh to choose to play for for the championship. It was. It was a bad call on Creed's part. It, AJ, should, it shouldn't have been done. AJ wasn't happy either. <laughs> AJ walking out on the Zoom call. <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah. Uh, I always, I don't know what the name of that game is, but that that little that little Royal Rumble game they were playing that's always fun to watch. Oh, the old BRE were ganging. I can't come on. I, I can't believe nobody was adjusting 
to the BRE strategy of ganging up on everybody. Uh, Lib Morgan lasted six minutes and 37 seconds into the rumble. I even got an elimination too. So uh, good for her. Um, Rhea Ripley coming in at 14. She threw out Tony Storm, gave her a little smile. Of course, they were longtime rivals in NXT UK. Um, Charlotte Flair at 15. I wonder if they play on that because, of course, Charlotte Flair winning the Rumble last year challenged Ripley's for the NXT title. Uh, Dana Brooke in at 16. Followed by Tori Wilson. Looking amazing as always and uh especially when the uh with the uh, the new 8k camera that they use for the entrances uh it's amazing tori didn't melt any tvs with that 8k camera in at 18 lacey evans well actually rick flair's music played oh rick flair's in the women's rumble okay yeah. uh, fucking cares. uh 19 mickey james looking great i don't know why they don't use her they keep oh, playing. She was out. She was out hurt for a while. Yeah, was she hurt recently though, or? Yeah, like the last time, the last run she came back on, she like broke her nose or something. Mm. Uh, in at twenty, Nikki Cross and her shitty new music. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it fits her at all. No, I put on Twitter. It sounds like uh, it sounds like an early '90s drama that you find on USA that would precede Silk Stockings. Terrible song. Terrible. Terrible. Man. Uh, uh, Foxy. Good to see Foxy back. Alicia Fox in at 21. Our truth comes down to the ring. Oh, wrong Royal Rumble. Sorry. That was pretty funny. Um, Mandy Rose at 22. Uh, then all of a sudden we get a, a 24-7 battle uh, during the Women's Royal Rumble. And... Uh, Alicia Fox wins the 24-7 title from Truth. And Truth got it back after Fox got eliminated. Uh, Dakota Kai from NXT in at 23. Followed by Carmella doing double duty, coming in at 24. And um, Carmella lasting all of like a minute. As uh, as Ripley uh, attacks uh, Carmella and Reginald catches her, but then number twenty five is Tamina, who sipper kicks Reginald in the face, and so then that puts uh, makes Carmella touch put both feet onto the floor and eliminates Carmella. Very, uh, what a, that's kind of a weird spot, Matt. You put Carmella in the title match and then have her last less than a minute in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> that was kind of weird. Though. Oh well. Can you do I it? think they just needed another body. Yeah. And they're like, get out there. <laughs> and I, I think I, I honestly think that's all it came down to. I think they just they yeah. didn't have they didn't have enough people to fill the rumble. Yeah. And she was and she was available and they're like, go out there and you know do it, do a quick do a do a quick toss thing. I, I, I really think that's what it came down to. Yeah. I, I just I just think in, in this era that we're living in right now, you, you don't you're not able to get you know, as as many people in as easily as you normally are, and I, I just I think that was a case of that. I think there's some NXT, more NXT women you could have brought over, um, but 
And obviously, uh, one short because Mia Yim was supposed to be in it, but she got uh, COVID. So, uh, 26, the return of Lana. So, uh, Lana making her return. Number 27, Alexa Bliss. Ember Moon from NXT coming in at 28, hitting a, hits the eclipse on Baszler uh, as she enters the ring. Number 29, Nia Jax. And uh, so Jax and Baszler work, uh, work on each other, uh, work with each other. And then, uh, but then uh, Jax turns on Baszler and throws her out. Uh, of course, we all knew Natalia at 30. Natalia at 30 because of the, uh, the match they had on, uh, on backstage. Um, your final four were Natalia, Bel Air, Charlotte, Ripley, but uh, something I forgot to mention. How about the old Kevin Dunn fuck up? Not even showing Bailey getting eliminated. Like, nice look, job. It, look, it was one thing when he his obsession was getting shots of the crowd reactions. You don't have that excuse now. But you don't have that excuse now. Yeah. Like, what's your excuse now, Dunn? You're just really shitty at your fucking job. Exactly. What the. And I, I was surprised. I thought Bailey would come down to the end there, but uh, that's okay. I, I, I was kind of uh, still a solid final four. I mean, with, with that, Nat, and then final three, little history. Cause remember when uh, uh, Charlotte showed up at NXT and, and uh, kind of pushed Bianca out of the way, that little payback's a bitch, huh? You know, a little, little bit of that, a little bit of, little bit, hey, what we got a cup of haters. Uh, so, uh, Rhea and Bianca work on eliminating Charlotte. So we got Rhea and Bianca at the end. Um, close call with uh, Bianca hitting the floor. A lot of people on the internet. A uh, l- lot of respect. A lot of respect. A lot of people on the internet showing pictures of two feet hitting the floor uh, for Bianca. What do you What do you say, Matt? I don't. I don't say anything because literally. None of those pictures, in my mind, de- definitively show that her feet are actually both on the floor at the same time. Could a foot, one foot scraped while the other, while the other foot dangled, and then vice versa? Yes, but nothing I have seen definitively shows me that both of her feet are pressed against the ground at the exact same time. Nothing. Calling the field you know, there's, stand. There's some. There's some. There's some. Yes, exactly. First like, down. If this. If this was. If this was the NFL referees officiating this call, there's not enough evidence to overturn it. <laughs> exactly. It, it, it's, it's just what it is because I've seen the screenshots, but if you really look at the screenshot with mm-hmm. the way that her feet are curved in the shot, yeah. there's no definitive confirmation that both of those feet are touching you know and it's just people are just look if you want to nitpick something nitpick the last man standing match and nitpick the referee who's oh, down at five well, we'll okay nitpick. we'll nitpick, if you want to nitpick we, we'll, something we, you can you want to nitpick something you can nitpick that but don't nitpick no that that spot with bel-air and, and ripley that's just people nitpicking for the sake of nitpicking yeah get over it uh, I loved the, I love the, uh, I love the moment between Ripley and Bianca 
where they are struggling to get back into the ring and then they help each other get in the ring and they're sitting on the apron looking at each other and they're like, okay, let's get in the ring and fight for it. I, I, I love, I just love that moment. It's those moments like that. I, I don't know if they're ever planned, but uh, you know, it's just those, those little moments that are pretty cool to see. And um, so then the women duel it out and uh, Bianca Belair gets the win after uh the women's match went about 58 minutes and 50 seconds bianca belair with the iron the uh iron woman at 56 52 no surprise since she came in at three and won the damn thing rhea ripley with the most eliminations at seven um some notables uh naomi lasted 47 minutes and 39 seconds uh, Shayna Baszler lasted 41 minutes and 46 seconds. Rhea went 39.06. Um, and it's it's quite interesting. Uh, entrance 21 to 30. None, only two of them lasted more than three uh, than three minutes, and that was Tamina and Lana. Lana lasting actually 10 minutes and course i didn't i forgot to mention lana big elimination by eliminating nia Jax. of course with the big feud that she's had there so uh i i thought it was a well done women's royal rumble matt yeah no in all honesty i enjoyed the women's rumble more than the men's rumble i didn't i like um, the men's better but i well i thought both rumbles were fine and i liked yeah. both winners yeah but I, I thought me, overall the men in were terms better. of in terms of surprises in in fun moments, I I enjoyed I enjoyed the women's more. Mm-hmm. Um, they had look, there were a couple great things from the from the men's rumble, which we'll get into. Yeah, but I to me, I thought the I thought I thought there were more surprises in the women's rumble than there were in the men's rumble, and that's probably what the deciding factor was for me. I like I rumble time. I like the surprises. Yeah, yeah, and then obviously more wide open with. Uh, only, I think it was only 13 or so that were announced ahead yep. of time. So, yeah, they um, announced a lot more of, of the men ahead of time. Um, I, I think it's, I, I, I would assume it's safe to say Rhea Ripley is going to be on, on, she wasn't on Raw this week. So it may be SmackDown Friday or, or maybe Raw in a, in a couple weeks. I don't know. I, I think it's safe to say that. She's going to get moved up with having the most eliminations, uh, much like Bianca Belair did last year, and then she got moved up to Raw. So, um, it'd be good. Uh, it'd be cool to see her on the uh, the uh, the A Show SmackDown. Matt, you got Bailey and Sasha on that on that brand, and uh, I wouldn't mind seeing her there, right? Yeah, I'm, uh, they're they're claiming they don't know where they're going to put her yet. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a real good, uh, real good uh, match there. Roman Reigns and uh, Kevin Owens, last man standing. Uh, I'll tell you what, these guys, uh, I think they they gave us another classic in the in the uh, series uh, for uh, this feud. I gotta say, but yeah, boy, uh, 
you know, I, I, the whole uh, handcuffing thing where uh, Heyman couldn't get the handcuffs off and the ref stops the count. Uh, you know, I'm to the point, you, you got to just go with it and commit and say, fuck it. You know, can't get those handcuffs off. You, you can't stop counting. Why stop counting? Like I, I got, I got nothing. There's no man. good reason to, right? No, you, you got to eat it and have creative adjust. And why the fuck they use real cuffs to begin with? Yeah, why why don't you just use the fucking cuffs with the little the little button on the side? Yeah, Ooh, you know, and pretend like you're using a fucking key and just fucking. Pop the damn cuffs. Like, why the fuck are you using real cuffs? Yeah, because you aren't... Like, what's the point? You can't see what Heyman's doing underneath all that shit. Yeah! It was so ridiculous on so many levels. It was a really fun match. Probably one of the most fun last man standing matches I've ever seen. But that final sequence really, you know, let the air, you know, out of the tire, so to speak. And it's just like... Man. It's just like what the fuck. Yeah, that was just bad. You just gotta, you gotta go with it. You can't get up. It match over. Um, uh, I hope Ko didn't burn himself on the lights too bad. But did you notice that? Oh uh, yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely noticed that. That, that those things are hot as shit. Yeah, he was uh, he was kind of selling the beat down and stumbling around back there just before he handcuffed Roman to that thing. Yep. He burned himself on one of those lights. Um, <laughs> the thing ever oh, outs before the handcuffs, the thing that everybody was talking about, <laughs> Roman running over KO with a golf cart. That looks a little familiar, don't it? I still thought it was fun. It was. I mean, the fact that KO went through plexiglass and landed like like in the passenger seat, that was kind of like. I don't know if they planned it that way, but it looked that was pretty cool how how it turned out. So, but obvious thought. I mean, obvious thoughts went to uh, uh, Matt Hardy chasing down Sammy Guevara. Um, but God, it, these guys just these guys just delivered the, the entire feud, and uh, and it capped it off right here. I, I was I loved it. It's a tremendous match, uh, a tremendous match here uh, outside of the fucking stopping the count. That just annoyed the fuck out of me. But Men's Royal Rumble match. We already knew that Edge and Orton are one and two as they announced on backstage. I guess we're, you know, just not going to have any, uh, you know, we're just going to let that all out with no crowd this year. So I guess that's fine. Uh, Orton's burns have apparently all healed up too, by the way. Um Apparently, we got a, a second last man standing match uh, that started in the Royal Rumble there because uh, Orton and Edge just fucking went after each other. Uh, I, I thought that was a, a very good start to the Rumble. Uh, poor Sami Zayn came in at number three. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, eventually he uh, was able to work with Orton, so... Uh, uh, he, he, I, I was like, oh, great. He's going to get in the, in the middle of this madness and just get the fuck beat out of him and toss like right away. 
I was kind of surprised how he, he actually wasn't. It, that really wasn't the case. Um, and uh, number four, Ali from Retribution. So now you got three heels in the ring working on edge. Jeff Hardy coming in to make the save. Man, talk about a talk about a lackluster run in the Rumble this year. Jeff Hardy, man. Yeah, I, yeah, that was kind of kind of weird. Uh, he only lasted three minutes and twenty five seconds. Uh, Dolph Ziggler came in at six. Um. Ed, before Dolph Ziggler came in at six, Edge drops Orton with the execution through the announce table, and uh, and then uh, they kind of uh, Edge or Orton plays it off as he's got a knee injury, but uh, we all know that was kayfabe. More on Orton later, but they uh, take him to the back. Uh, Ziggler in at six. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura at seven. Speaking of a guy that had momentum going into it, he sure had a lackluster rumble here too, didn't he, Matt? He lasted a while. He lasted a while, but uh, he he was pretty unceremoniously taken out of the rumble. Uh, uh, Go back here. Shin did last 22 minutes, but when King Corbin throws you out, that's unceremoniously getting tossed from the rumble. Uh, how about number eight, Carlito, Matt? How about Carlito? Is I was he... excited about it, but I knew about it ahead of time. Oh, you so did. It, like I... it wasn't a surprise. It wasn't a surprise to me. I did so, not know. I did not know. Yeah, no, I knew about it. That I knew about it Sunday afternoon. I had to write about it. So, uh, <laughs> Denise, uh, uh, what's her last name? Is it uh? I don't want to say Yeah. I, I didn't want to butcher it. Uh, I, I, I loved it. She's like, why does he do the Apple thing? Oh yeah. COVID. <laughs> Her tweet last night was hilarious. Uh, that was good. Carlito, man, 41 years old. He's fucking ripped, man. Need to get him in a tag team with JTG. Just call them the, the swole unit or something, man. Uh, Carlito did have an Apple at the rumble though. No, no spitting in it because you know it, it's COVID time. Uh, backstabbers for everybody as Carlito uh, comes into the Rumble. Xavier Woods from the New Day coming in at number nine. Big E, Big Wool in at number nine, uh, ten. Um, Big E and uh, Woods teaming up, uh, doing midnight hour on Sami Zayn and tossing him out of the ring. John Morrison at 11. Uh, lasting a little longer this year than last year. At least he didn't have to run into Brock Lesnar. I guess that, that helps. Oh, luckily, nobody had to run into Brock Lesnar. Thank God. Um, number 12, Ricochet. A man who uh, had uh, had zero momentum going into the Rumble. Um, uh, oh, number 13. Walk with Elias. I'm wearing I'm wearing my Elias shirt tonight. Uh, Elias at 13. Uh, Damian Priest from NXT at 14. Talk about a guy uh, making his debut into the Rumble. Damian Priest uh, had made a good uh, made a good debut, good statement in the Rumble, didn't he? 
I, I would certainly say so. And, uh, of course, uh, we, and then, uh, of course, uh, we'll talk about Monday night raw later, but, uh, it looks like some big things heading uh, for Priest uh, on the main roster. But yeah, Damian Priest definitely a good showing on the Rumble. Uh, four eliminations lasted about fifteen minutes. Um, Bad, Bad Bunny came out, distracted Miz and Morrison, and and and, uh, and uh, Priest knocked both Miz and Morrison out at the same time. Uh, then Bad Bunny does his uh, does a little flying off the top rope. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, what they're doing with Bad Bunny, uh, yeah, you know, I, I'd say better than average with what they do, celebrities. So I, I, I did, I, I'm not hating what they're doing with Bad Bunny. Uh, though I am hearing that he's gonna uh, have a match at, the, at WrestleMania now, Matt. And fine, I don't care. The dude's the the dude's a fan. Yeah, and if is. they want, if they want to do. Do they want to do Bad Bunny and Damian Priest against Miz and Morrison at WrestleMania? I don't fucking care. It's gonna get it's gonna get Damian Priest over. True. You know, for all the mainstream media attention he's gonna get over the next two months. Miz and Morrison don't need to be doing anything other than comedy gimmicks right now because that's all their tag team it's, has fallen into. So I don't see a problem with it. And I don't see why everybody's whining and bitching about. Bad Bunny. Do I like his oh. music? No, because I don't understand it. I don't <laughs> speak Spanish. Yeah. But that's not my, you know, that's not his problem. He's the ninth most listened to artist yeah. worldwide on Spotify. Yeah. Think about that. The ninth worldwide. Yeah, I bet. This, I... this is a huge, you know, this is a huge get for WWE. Mm-hmm. He, like, love him or hate him. This is a big deal. Yeah. I, it, like, and, and like the people that are just whining and complaining about it, I'm just like, dude, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. As I it's said, not hurting I, you. <laughs> as I said, I think it's been, I think what they've done with him has been really good over the past two days. I just don't know if they really need to do a, have him in a WrestleMania match, but Hey, I guess that's what WrestleMania is for. Right. You know, and it's two nights. So two nights and like, 10 hours. Well, it's not going to be that long, but in at number 18, Kane entering in his 18th Royal Rumble. Um, we got a, a team hell no reunion briefly, but then Kane chokes slams Daniel Bryan. Uh, King Corbin at 19. Otis in at 20. Uh, Dominic Mysterio in at 21 eliminates uh, eliminates Corbin, so a little payback for the trouble Corbin's been causing him lately. Uh, Bobby Lashley in at 22. Um, man, love to see a Big E Bobby Lashley match, wouldn't you, Matt? I'd be all right with it. They've been uh they've been really highlighting Lashley lately. He had a good rumble, I thought for the short time he was in it and uh, looked really dominant with what he did against uh, Riddle on Monday. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming in at number 23. And, but the big moment, number 24, how about it, Matt? Christian enters the Royal Rumble. 
this was the this was the biggest surprise of the men's rumble because, like I said, like Carlito would have been the other one had I not known it ahead of time. But for me, like the only other real big surprise other than Carlito was Christian, um, and it was it was a great surprise. I, nobody saw that. Nobody saw that coming. Like, and I don't care who you are. Nobody picked Christian. Nobody in the uh, ring to, knew, to return like, to, the, to the Rumble that night. Like they so, zoomed in on it. Like nobody in the ring knew it either. Like Christian, like in Christian's uh, backstage interview on WWE.com, he said he was hanging out backstage. Nobody knew he was going to be in the Rumble. So like when you see Edge's reaction, like he's kind of selling. He's laying on the ground and they zoom in on his face. You just see that smile. I just I fucking loved that moment. Where you just see that smile come out of edges. He's coming down the ramp. Uh, nobody knew he was coming into the ring. I thought that was just fucking cool. And um, and uh, Christian looks fucking good too in the ring, man. Cleaned house and uh, and uh, a tremendous moment when Edge and Christian hug in the middle of the ring. That was uh, that was awesome and um, truly tremendous moment. Uh, rumor has it we uh, this this may not be the last we see a Christian Matt. So no, I heard he's I heard he's part I heard he's under like a part time deal. He's he's back. So like we might not see him every week, but like he's back under a part time basis. He's not done. And uh, old so, Uncle Uncle Dave says that Edge is picking Roman Reigns, so Edge is going to have a little backup on the road to WrestleMania. Like I said, like like I've been saying on Twitter all week, give me Edge and Christian against the Usos at Fastlane. Yeah, and fucking a, do you, you know, do you I'll expect be super uh, fucking happy about that? Do you expect Jimmy to fall in line when he comes back? What else are they gonna do with him? I don't know. You you got to do. You can't have the Usos separate. When Jimmy comes back, they're gonna be a tag team again. Yeah. So well, it's either well, so well. it's either so it's either they fall in line or they or they split. Yeah, or they well, can always split afterwards. Or he pulls but Jay. I want, or my, he pulls I want Jay. my Usos versus Edge Christian match. Damn it! Or he pulls Jay away from Roman. But uh, he, yeah, I guess it makes more sense to just have him join, make Roman stronger. It, it, I guess that makes the most sense out of everything. Uh, number twenty-five, AJ Styles with Omos, and uh, oh, Omos he was a a big factor in a, in in a couple of eliminations himself on the Rumble. And uh, I thought I thought there was some pretty uh, pretty unique spots there uh, saving AJ Styles. I, I liked uh, I kind of liked what they did with Omos there, Matt. I I didn't really like him eliminating people, but yeah, I liked, I liked, that, him, I liked that's, him. That's where my main that's where my I, main issue came from. I don't I don't mind. I liked him saving AJ. Outside saving yeah. their people, I don't mind that. But the the eliminating from the outside, I I have a major. I have a major issue with that. I've always, I've always had an issue with that. Hmm. And, and somebody, and somebody it, pointed it this out. Just hasn't changed this year. I definitely had an issue with it this this year too. And somebody pointed this out. He he, the, the the guys he eliminated were SmackDown guys. So it's not like they're guys that AJ can start a feud with. Yeah. Uh, Sheamus at 27, one of my dark horses to win the match. If it wasn't a favorite, like an obvious guy, like a Brian or, you know, whatnot, uh, Sheamus in there at 27, uh, number 28, Cesaro, a lot of other people's dark horse pick. Um, we got a little bar reunion, but then Cesaro dropped Sheamus into the swing. I kind of like that. 
Return of Seth Rollins at 29 after uh, he took a couple months off following the birth of his daughter. And uh, uh, his wife, Becky, posting a tease of the uh, gorilla curtain, getting everybody's hopes up there on the on the Royal Rumble that Becky Lynch was going to return. We we all kind of knew better, right, Matt? Oh, dude! As soon as as soon as she put that thing up, like, yeah, yeah, she's trolling, and I and I love the fact that she was trolling. And, you yeah. know, and she, and look, it, it even Pe- furthermore, people she, put, she she was there. Yeah, oh yeah, she was there at the venue. Yep, because in the very next match, you saw that exact curtain yep. during Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. She was there <laughs> to take the photo. Yep, she's not working yet. I'm hearing rumors they want to do her and Ronda at at Mania. I've heard say uh, they're holding out. I'm totally raw with after that. If, you know, if, that, if that's the way they want to go with it. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. I've heard some um, say. I've heard some people say maybe not until the night after WrestleMania as well. No, because then you ain't gonna have fans the night after WrestleMania. Yeah, you never know. When you when you have Becky, when you have Becky versus Ronda, that that that's the kind of headline match you advertise to actually convince people to come out and brave a pandemic. To sit in Raymond James Stadium <laughs> for WrestleMania. Yeah. You don't wait till the night after WrestleMania to do that. You blow your load WrestleMania weekend. Saturday, said- Sunday, you need to put the biggest matches you can possibly create out on those <clears> nights <throat> because every other night of the, uh, the of the year, until you regularly have fans back every week, ain't gonna fucking matter. You said load. I did. I ain't give a fuck. Uh, number thirty, the man. Matt was worried was going to run win the Rumble. Braun Strowman, man, so many of my friends who don't know the business that well. I saw so many friends. Oh, this is the year. CM Punk's back. And I just said one thing to each friend that posted. I go, don't hold your breath. <laughs> And I even saw it on Twitter before 30. Oh, here comes CM Punk at 30. I go, no, there's still Strowman. <laughs> oh, guys. He, he, I don't think he's ever coming back to the WWE. We're lucky if he's ever going to come back to wrestling. Okay. Oh, he's coming back to wrestling. But WWE is not it. Look, just just the fact that, look, and like anybody who thought he was going to be at the Rumble, should have immediately debunked their own rumor when Stephen Amell put up the, the photo, that him and Punk were together in Atlanta filming for the Star Show Heels. That says Punk ain't gonna be in Florida because Punk's fucking doing work on a wrestling, a professional wrestling drama television show. Don't tell me that working on a pro wrestling television show is not going to spark Punk's need or want or desire to go back and do another actual match for real. It's going to happen. He's going to have another match, whether it's an AEW, Ring of Honor, WWE, somewhere. I'm not saying he's coming back full time, but I'm telling you, CM Punk, has not wrestled his last professional wrestling match. It's it, just a matter of when and where it's going to happen. But when it's blatant that he's in Atlanta, yeah, don't tell me he's going to be in the fucking Royal Rumble. 
Will you stop? It's just so, it's so, it's so ridiculous, man. It's so ridiculous. How cool was it, Matt? The Edge and Christian were in the final four of the Royal Rumble. I thought it was awesome. Edge, Christian, Rollins, and Strowman made up the final four. Uh, They all gang up. um, Unless you count. Well, Orton. Yeah, that's right. I forget. (laughs) The fucking man with the ultimate healing face. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that, that baby healed pretty good because he was pretty burnt up on that rko that he when he gave that to, to bliss um did you see did you see orton's drunk tweets last night no oh my god Are there's still no there? There, dude there's no way that that man wasn't drunk but he put these tweets out at like 3 a.m in the morning are they still there <laughs> yeah they're still there i'll freaking i'll freaking i'll freaking read them to you right now but before we forget drunk t- drunk wrestler tweets That's... 20 years ago 20 hours ago um, there was a video package that Karrion Cross put out on his Twitter. Orton quote retweeted it and said, get your ass up here and let's fight and make some money and crack a beer. Oh. What the fuck are you waiting for? Time? <laughs> fuck time. Ha ha, I'll set my alarm. Oh, I saw that tweet. <laughs> and then a couple minutes later, he's like, I think it's fucked up that at Steve Austin BSR hasn't had me on yet. Baddest motherfucker to lace up a pair of boots and probably one of the top goats of all time. Real talk. Where are you at, Steven? I saw a headline that said uh, Orton tweeted at Steve. I didn't read the article, though. Yeah. Or- Austin Austin responded. Did he? Yeah, he said, oh, let me see if I can find it. Did he, he say, said, He said, patience, patience, Randall. Patience. What? Actually, uh, I binge-watched Straight Up Steve Austin last night after Raw, so. I had a looking couple. For, I'm of, looking forward to the Brett Favre episode next week. Brett Brett Favre. Oh, I uh, I had a couple. Favre. I had a couple of last season episodes on the DVR, so I watched those and then uh, watched the three from the current season. Uh, I had uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. and uh, somebody else. Somebody else. And then I watched the uh, the, the Luke Combs and Ice T and Tiffany Haddish from this season the dale earnhardt jr has a a western town on his property it's fucking badass love that luke combs is pretty fun i bet luke combs would be fun to party with uh christian uh Edge and Christian uh, trying to eliminate Strowman. Rollins comes in and gets Strowman and Christian out of the ring at the same time. I wonder how they scored that. Let's go to the tape. Um, uh, they put Christian at 26. Strowman. T- so, yeah, so they put Christian eliminated 26, Strowman 27th. So. So I guess you could say Christian wasn't in the final four because <laughs> Strowman was eliminated uh, after Christian. But uh, weren't they both technically like eliminated at the same time? You could, yeah, yeah, yeah. The official uh, scoring is Christian then then Strowman. But I I feel, I feel like they were one A one B. Let's give it to it, him. It, Christian was in the final. Let's give it to him. Christian was in the final four of the Royal Rumble. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll say Strowman was the fifth. Fuck him. And like. Literally, fuck that, fuck that big dumb son of a bitch. Literally, seconds later, Rollins got. I wonder if Rollins was supposed to 
balance a little bit and he couldn't hold on because that was like literally right after Strowman and Christian went out when Rollins went out. I, I, that was so like, there was nothing to it. And of course we got, Oh, edge one. Oh my God. We all, I, most of us knew Orton was still around. Were you worried when uh, Orton hit the RKO? No. Okay. Because uh, because they because if they would have done that, I think the internet would have burned itself down. <laughs> because look, I know there's people out there complaining of the fact that Edge won, and I still I still don't understand those people that are complaining about it. Yeah, but it would like the reaction would have been one thousand times worse. Had Orton been the one to win that match, and tie and then tie Austin, is anybody ever going to tie Austin? Right. Eventually, Charlotte probably. Before she's all said and done, probably Charlotte will. Good point. Um, Good point. But yeah, I mean, it'll it'll happen. I. It just it's just not going to happen right now. So apparently Rollins shot up from a plus 1200 to a minus 120 on betting sites for the rumble day of. Oh yeah. Because wrestling news.co reported that he was there. Yep. That's what happened. It, it, it definitely, it definitely swung the, uh, it swung the vote to Rollins. And and I was like, well, look, I, I, what I said at the time, I was like, well, they bring him back with the burn it down gimmick. And they put face Rollins against the heel Roman for Mania. I can get behind that. But the second he came out with that fucking shitty ass Messiah music, I'm like, no, fuck this. He can't win. He's not winning. Let's just move on and ignore it. I love the joke. So, I love the joke because it sounds there's it's the open is so similar to Bailey and Bailey's in her in the men's room. Because <laughs> their opens are so much alike. Edge defies the odds, comes in at number one. Is this is this only the second time, or is it the third time? Third, third. They don't they don't want you to remember about that guy from 04 oh. that did it. Oh, Mister ben- Benoit. Yeah. And of course, uh, the first one is uh, Ray Mysterio. Correct? Am I right? Yeah, Ray. No, Ray was number two. Oh, Ray was two. Oh, Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, Chris Benoit, Edge, and that's why they flipped. They that's why they flipped the numbers. Because on backstage they announced that Orton was number one and Edge was number two, and they wanted they wanted another guy for their for their stats videos that that won the Rumble at number one. That's why they flipped Edge to one. It's so funny that they have Orton as his official time as one hour, 32, 32 seconds. <laughs> Yet he was resting for. 55 50. minutes of that. Yeah. Man. How amazing is that? Man's been away for seven months. Lasts over an hour in the Royal Rumble. Comes in at one. We all on our show last week basically said he ain't winning. And he does. How about that, Matt? Just how about that? Amazing, ain't it? I yeah, I I, I thought I thought he did great. And I don't I don't I really don't understand anybody that had a problem 
a problem with him winning. I, I just I just don't like. Look, if he was if he was he's back with he's he's got a full time contract, dude. Yeah, I thought it was I mean, five. I thought it was five matches per year, but they must have changed that. No, from my under, from my understanding, Edge has a full time contract. Okay, and I and I believe he said in, in some originally this week that he's that he's going to be on TV, uh, we- weekly. Originally, uh, like, oh, I wonder if that was the last year. Was a well, no, I I know I saw something where it said he was only like on a five match contract per year. He must have changed. I think I think that was inaccurate information. I think that's okay. something that came from Mr. Meltzer, <laughs> and you know, and you know, he always. Uh, more often than not, gets his contract information wrong. Like they said, yeah. like they reported that uh, that that Riddle hadn't signed a new deal with WWE when Fightful confirmed today that he did in fact sign a new deal back in December. When Wrestling Observer reported like a week ago that he did not. So you know, <laughs> look, Meltzer can get some things right sometimes, but when it comes to contract news and information, he's more wrong than he's right. <laughs> Man, uh, when it comes to most eliminations, well, there is a four-way tie. Uh, four people had four. Biggie, Damian Priest, Seth Rollins, and Braun Strowman. Uh, Bobby Lashley had three eliminations. Edge with three eliminations. Um, then that's it. Christian with two. Kane with two, King Corbin with two. Everybody else had one or none. Uh, as we mentioned, obviously the Iron Man Edge, start to finish, hour and thirty-two seconds. Um, who do you think spent the second most time in the Rumble, Matt? Man, I don't know. We're not ignoring Orton. Jeff Riddle. Thirty-one seventeen. Oh, I thought you said the littlest time. Oh, oh no, second. No, I yeah, I knew I knew Riddle was in there for like thirty minutes, uh, which is really good because he was only in there for like two minutes the year before. So little, they, 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 they kind of made yeah. up. They kind of made up for it and, and gave him a better appearance. And look, I'm sure that also uh, attained to him signing his new contract that they wanted to. You know, they wanted to showcase him. Man, it, dude, how? He did a good job. How fucking pissed off is Keith Lee right now? Yeah, what was he held as a back as a precaution because of Mia? I think he got COVID and Mia got it from him because oh. he's been off TV for a couple weeks. Oh. And I think Keith got it first. Oh. And then Mia got it from him. Oh, okay. And you also need to keep in mind other people that have been off TV conspicuous by their absence this month. We haven't seen Robert Roode since he won the tag team titles with Dolph Ziggler. And we haven't seen Jey Uso since January 15th SmackDown where he lost to Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, this shit ain't coincidence right now. And unfortunately, in the world we're living in right now, in this fucking pandemic from hell, when people disappear off television for no good reason, it's likely because they got COVID. And it just really sucks because I think Keith Lee could have had a really great Royal Rumble appearance this year. And he didn't even get to do it, so just just kind of just kind of fucking sucks. Yeah, weird. Uh, some interesting stats. Morrison, who had a really shitty rumble last year, lasted eight minutes compared to Miz, a minute and two. 
Um, we talked about Hardy only lasting three minutes, pretty lackluster. Uh, Ziggler and Shinsuke both went over 20 minutes, pretty good. Uh, third longest entrant was Big E at 29.45. Daniel Bryan came in at, uh, after that at 28.50. Um, Christian, 18 minutes. And, man, he looked good, didn't he, Matt? Great. Oof. I can't imagine Christian. I think Edge and Christian both look great. You saw, you 40, saw the you great saw looking forty seven year old. God, you saw you saw Christian Big E uh, little uh, interaction on Twitter, did you? Uh, or Big E's post on Twitter, at least. Uh, kind of a. I think Big E wants to have a feud with Christian over the IC. It's belt. because of Sean Ross Sap. Yeah. Sean Ross Sapp has been telling everybody that will listen that Christian's last wrestling match with WWE before the Royal Rumble was back in 2014, and he won a fatal four-way match to determine the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. And at the time, in 2014, Big E was the Intercontinental Champion. So technically, Christian is owed an Intercontinental title match against Big E in 2021. Those those things don't expire, damn it. <laughs> and if Edge and Christian both go to SmackDown, it, may, it could eventually happen. One more match, baby. One, One more, more match. One more <laughs> match i love the yeah, rumble. I, I, i've i've been loving that i've been loving sat brand about and as soon as biggie acknowledged it i popped <laughs> i popped so hard because i saw B- sap actually tag biggie yeah. in it like monday morning and then when biggie was like biggie acknowledged it like i think it was monday evening he acknowledged it i'm just like oh my god that's amazing so and uh god what a it was just emotional the edge and christian man i i went and rewatched it on monday you've got to give the people what they want thank you excalibur god so good so good and i i, I, wanted, I, I wanted the <clears throat> i wanted the okada camera shot when they hugged <laughs> it was the right. only thing that was missing i wanted the right. okada camera shot right oh that would have that really would have <laughs> that really would have popped the marks on Twitter. Oh, but yeah, but there would have been so many people butthurt about it. Oh my but god! I would have, I would have fucking, I would have fucking loved it. Oh so... man, man! Real Rumble is my Christmas for WWE. I'm so happy they produced. It was a great pay per view. Tremendous pay per view. So now let's see if Rock and uh, uh, produce after, the day after. Uh, Drew McIntyre coming out, uh, said thank you to, uh, Goldberg and earned his respect and all that fun stuff. Edge coming out, selling, uh, the fact that he was in the rumble for an hour and, uh, McIntyre talking about how, uh, Edge was always there as a mentor for him and, uh, was happy for him. And Edge appreciates the compliments, but asks Drew, what the hell is wrong with him? And uh, uh, mentions how he's a threat to his title. And, uh, but uh, then Seamus interrupts. Seamus uh, getting in the face of Edge uh, for uh, getting, uh, for uh, talking down to Drew. But then 
Oh, no. Here it is. What we all know it was coming. Sheamus with a brogue kick to Drew. So here is your your uh, your feud lead, uh, leading into Chamber or and or Fastlane, depending on what they do with the title at the Chamber. So uh, there's your turn, Matt. Yeah, it was so anticlimactic, too. Yeah. Like, I, they, they could have done this a different way. Yeah. And, 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 the, and the main problem is they spent months with everybody. You know he's going to turn on you, right? You know he's going to turn on you, right? You know he's going to turn on you, right? So at that, at that point, the smart, creative thing to do would have been not to turn on him. I know. I, and they could have just had a match as, as, you know, people that respected each other. Yeah. And they could have fought for the freaking championship at Elimination Chamber or Fastlane or whatever. They didn't need they didn't need to turn them. It was just it was kind of just like Yeah, could you telegraph that any harder over the last three months? Yeah, I even to me said it just it. felt like to me it felt like lazy booking. Yeah, I even said it on Twitter many times. I was like I just would be happy not to turn have them turn. Yeah. You know, I said it I said it from the get go once they paired Seamus and Drew off. I said it'd be great if they just didn't turn him. Seamus is having a, a hell of a career resurgence over the past year. And uh even though he hasn't won a singles match since October. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, he's gonna get a fucking world title shot. The typical WWE. And this is why WWE continues to prove that wins and losses don't matter. Exactly. Within their company. Exactly. Uh Lashley beating the shit out of Riddle. Uh that whole throwing him uh, over the barricade that was pretty cool i like that riddle or lashley really really turning into a, a badass right now uh very curious to see where this goes if they're getting ready to push him up into world title status eventually or what's going on because i think riddle is going to eventually take the title off of lashley but then I think they're going to push Lashley somewhere. Is there going to be a a a uh, shakeup after Mania? I doubt it because they just had a shakeup in November. I'm just curious. So I, I, can't, I can't I can't see them doing two shakeups a year. Yeah, it's normally do... it's normally a yearly a yearly type of deal. Um. Fancy ass car pulling up into the arena, a Bugatti. It's Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny in the house. Um, refs check on Riddle, who has no idea where he's at. I'm Batman. Uh, Randy Orton cutting a uh, uh, an excellent promo. I always love those promos at Orton backstage. Um, how about this? Uh, we don't announce this ahead of time, but half an hour into the show, we're going to say Randy Orton versus Edge. This made no sense. This made absolutely no sense. Like I, I told the people that I work with when they announced this on the show, I was like, why in the fuck do you have Edge compete on Raw for the first time in over a decade? And you're not advertising that shit all day long on right. social media. Like I, 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 it, it, uh, it blew my mind. Typical that they Vince, made this decision. Typical Vince on Monday probably put that in last minute. Unbelievable. 
but it makes complete sense that they did it because Orton is going to try his best to make sure Edge doesn't make it to WrestleMania. But yeah, well, not anymore. It's done. Well, duh. <laughs> Still real to me, damn it. Fuck off, Orton. We're done I, with the shit. I haven't gotten I'm going, there I'm yet. I'm going to the Blue Brands line to see your stupid burnt face anymore that burnt one week and not burnt the next. As I mentioned in the open, the week of Rated R, he's going to be on NXT tomorrow. Like, don't, don't, don't tell me this is not counter-programming the beach break. Yeah. Like, and, don't even bother trying to tell me yeah. <laughs> that this shit isn't being done because of beach break tomorrow night. Like, nothing you could do could convince me that that is not the reason why Edge is on NXT tomorrow night. Stupid idiots! <laughs> yep. He's going to probably uh, tease that he might choose Balor, which would be fucking awesome, by the way. But we all know it's going to be Reigns. But it would be fucking awesome if he chose Balor. Don't get me wrong, but we know better. This is, yeah, exactly what Matt said. This is the counter counter uh, counter uh, program beach break. So, uh, Xavier Woods took on Mustafa Afli. And, uh, hey, Kofi's back, uh, still not medically cleared, but he was at ringside with, uh, with Xavier, Xavier getting the win. So now Xavier is two and two against retribution, retribution, retribution. What was that? What was the name of what was the name? Retropoption. <laughs> uh, Ms. TV with bad bunny. Uh, they continue to try to get Bad Bunny, uh, uh, try to do a uh, a uh, partnership with Bad Bunny, and uh, we get uh, comedic bad rapping from from Morrison. <laughs> uh, it was, and uh, and uh, Bad Bunny doesn't want any of it. So then it turns a little violent, where uh, Miz and Morrison threaten some violence on 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 Mister Bunny, and uh, then the lights go out. And we get our raw debut of Damian Priest and uh, sets up uh, Damian Priest against The Miz. Looks like a star, man. He took out a former world champion in four minutes. He looked good. Uh, I think Vince is licking his lips at this guy right now. I hope so. uh, Yeah, he is. They're pairing him with Bad Bunny, Um, you know. I think, uh, you know, I, they're both Puerto Rican, so it kind of really makes sense, too, the the fact that they're pairing them together. And uh, not many people know who Damian Priest is. I think by coming to WrestleMania, a lot of people are going to know who he is. So uh, uh, I saw guys like Bully Ray uh, giving him his props because they recognize how the long road he's had paying his dues to get to, worry, uh, to, get to this spot on Raw. So... It's very cool to see. Lucha House Party took on the Hurt Business for the tag titles. No tag title change there, but a very, uh, very good, nice little tag match. But man, counting down the days before uh, somebody turns on the Hurt Business between uh, Benjamin and Cedric. Oh, boy. I would assume they're probably going to boot Shelton out of the Hurt Business, is my guess. Eventually. But whenever they lose the titles that that's just my guess uh triple threat was this number one contender match matt 
or just a for the women's tag titles? Yes, number one, number one contender match. And uh, again, another stupid interference with Ric Flair and Lacey Evans, which led to so, Charlotte. So, I'm so fucking over it. Which led to Charlotte walking out on Oscar. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. D- walk- dumbest fucking shit. Walk out like, on your- like seriously, Charlotte. You were gone for six months, and you came back, and you're allowing. You're, this you're, to be your fucking creative direction right now. It's you're, fucking trash. You're you're walking out of a ma- uh, on a possible retain uh, get your titles back. You're walking out because Lacey Evans is wearing your dad's robe and your dad's fooling around with her. Okay, Fabe. Which is dumb. So which is dumb, which is dumb enough as enough as it is because they've uh, they've acknowledged on WWE programming that Lacey Evans is 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 married. There are commercials airing on WWE programming with Lacey Evans and her daughter. It's <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm not feeling that angle at all. Uh and uh can we please push Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke at some point? And at least they didn't take the pen. I rather dude, I rather would have seen Dana Brooke take the pen over seeing Oscar have to take the pen. Yeah, that was weird. Naomi I, just, and... I, I just I just wish Mandy could separate and do her own damn thing. They're ne- they're never gonna let that tag team do anything. Like if you didn't let freaking Sonya and Mandy do something, you're never gonna let M- Mandy and and Dana do anything. Naomi and Lana, your new number one contenders, which will I like. It's gonna be interesting because obviously there's history with Lana and Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, uh, Naomi and Lana as a team. I like the entrance where. <laughs> they both did the slide. Eventually, Naomi kind of like drug her down the ramp. I, th- I thought that was kind of funny. I thought they looked good as a team. I liked it. I like Lana. I like what they've done with Lana, the whole thing with Nia. So I, I kind of like what they've uh, they've done here. Uh, I-, I think uh, I think they're going in the right uh, a right direction with uh, a little feud here. Um, so I-, I don't hate that at all, to be honest with you. Uh. Drew got a little emotional with Charlie Caruso about the turn. Come on, Drew. We've been telling you that's going to happen, and you, now you get all emotional on us. Come on, right, Matt? Yeah, it, it is what it is. Like, look, I think the match is going to be good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I just, I just, I, I hate the way they went about it. To me, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be, it's going to be an awesome match. I mean, again, Sheamus has had a career resurgence. He, he was a nominated marquee award for uh um rebound wrestler of the year which was won by uh, did mvp win that i think mvp won that <clears throat> i think so uh how about this tag team jeff hardy and Khalid carlito that's an interesting tag team uh they faced elias and jackson Riker. uh they feuded for the intercontinental title many moons ago um can they ever separate Jeff from Elias? Apparently not. It's fucking terrible. Oh, creative. Edge uh, cut a promo. Uh, ecstatic that he won the Rumble. Uh, coming back from a torn tricep, outlasting 29 stars, going from bell to bell. But there's a black cloud named Randy Orton over his head. 
Um, talks about how he won the match. Talking about how Orton loves to talk crap about loving Edge's family. Um, but he's looking forward to putting Orton in the rear view so we can go to the main event of WrestleMania. And then, of course, the announcer shield that this will be one last time Orton and Edge, just like uh, Cena and uh, and uh, The Rock was once in a lifetime, right, Matt? This will be one last time, right? Yeah. I I never need to say it again. I never do, but I'm not going to believe that it's one last time. We'll either. just keep them on separate brands and we won't have to worry about it. Yeah. Alexa Bliss and uh, Nikki Cross and her terrible music. Uh, I don't know why they keep going back to this match either. I mean, we've kind of <clears throat> pounded this into the ground. Alexa Bliss winning a, a match there. Main event, Edge and, and Randy Orton. Uh, considering Edge went an hour uh in the in the royal rumble he goes 15 minutes with orton here in in what i thought was a real good main event uh so a hell of a a hell of a 24 hours for edge here um looked great and uh boy the end of the end of that with alexa bliss having some some uh liquid coming out of her mouth that was some creepy shit wasn't it it was it was to me it was pretty fucking lame but it was interesting. Some people uh, uh, having some Papa Shango flashbacks. Uh, but that distraction caused uh, Edge to hit the spear to win uh, what was, I thought, a good main event to Raw. I'll tell you what, though, Matt, it was uh, a better than average Raw, but, I mean, shit. I would, agree, I, would agree with, I would agree with that. It's a low bar. <laughs> so, uh, you know, low bar. Uh, I was tired as fuck after work today, so I did not watch Impact. How was Impact tonight? It was, it was fine. Heard there was a I couple. Feel like, of... I feel like the, I feel like the last two weeks have just kind of been kind of there. Uh, I hear, I hear uh, Mike Johnson said there were two returns. Who uh, who returned tonight? Fucking Mahabali Shara with Rahit. Yes. Did I not tell you that it was going to yes, be Shara? Unfortunately, I told you. Uh, who else returned? trying to think oh uh, odb oh we knew we knew ahead of time yeah we knew, she we knew she was coming back because she revealed it on uh with chris van vliet well hopefully next week i'm not tired and we'll get watch yeah it, the, the show it was, it was the show was fine like i mean it was still better than your average typical shitty raw but <laughs> like to me like when you had such a a, a high really great show two weeks ago i just feel like they haven't been able to to touch that level again and it's just kind of just like i want to see you get back to where you were two weeks ago yeah and I, I maybe it's a case that they gave us too much then and now it's just like oh this is just kind of basic now uh, like I, I don't i don't i don't really know how to i don't really know how to explain it i was just gonna ask you can but, you explain it but yeah um is it just bland is it just not uh is it just not is it just there it's just yeah i guess i guess it's just i guess it's just kind of there and that, yeah. that's why that's really why i felt that's really what i felt about impact the last two weeks um is it's just it's just kind of been there 
I mean, it hasn't been bad. It hasn't been great. It's just, it's, just, it's been fine. They're fine. Ep- they're fine episodes of, uh, of wrestling, but they're not like. There's nothing that they're. There's nothing that they've done in the last two weeks that made me go wow. And they've had a lot of. To me, they've had a lot of wow moments, you know, in the last two months. So I guess I'm just. At this point, I want more of my wow moments, and they're not giving them to me. I mean, I don't know. I, I like I said, it's hard. It's hard to really. It's hard to really explain. Yeah. NXT from last week, men's Dusty Cup quarterfinals, Killian Dane and Drake, a Maverick took on MSK. And uh, here you go. I, I predicted it, MSK with the win. Maybe an upset, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but we got MSK moving on to the semis. I'm pretty happy about it, Matt. Uh, you know I wanted Dane and, and Maverick to win, so... I think the dogs did too. Uh, women's quarterfinals, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez took on Aaliyah, Jessica Maya. No surprise there with Kai and Gonzalez winning. Uh, Tyler Russ took on a jobber. Uh, Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly have a little moment backstage ahead of their main event. Um. Grizzled Young veterans took on Kushida and Leon Ruff in the quarterfinals of the Dusty Cup there. I was kind of surprised the way didn't get involved in this, uh, but um, uh, yeah, but uh, Grizzled Young veterans just win clean and uh, defeat Kushida and Ruff. Uh, they pin Ruff, and uh, I'd assume just Kushida then now focuses on Gargano ahead of uh, TakeOver, right? I, mean, I suppose. I will not be. I I think I I would not be surprised if the of God, grizzled young veterans are like heels though. So I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if they win the whole thing. God, I wonder if MSK wins the whole thing now. No, undisputed. Undisputed since they're feuding with. Uh, um, since they're feuding with uh, Lorcan and Birch. You feel like they're gonna win? Because it's either that or Legato. So it's going to be Legato probably beating Lucha. So then you got Legato against MSK. And we got Undisputed taking on, I don't know who, the, oh, they're taking on Ciampa and Thatcher. I could see them winning the whole thing. Ciampa and Thatcher. Yeah. And yeah. I mentioned that on last week's show. Yeah. With what with what we have left now. Yeah. I I could I could see that I could see them winning the whole thing. Yeah, I did mention on last week's show that I could see Chomp and Thatcher winning the whole thing once I learned that they were paired together because I didn't even know they were paired together until Matt told me last week. And I'm yeah, like, and they need they need something for both of those guys to do. It, I it love to be perfectly frank and look and running them as a tag team for a while mm-hmm. ain't the worst idea in the world. No, I loved it. I like that little sit down that they did. You know, like. It's like the usual Champa promo, but Thatcher joined him. I kind of like that. I like kind of like what they did there. I thought it was cool. Uh, Kurt Stallion got beat up. Uh, we know who did that. And uh, an angry yeah. Regal. An angry Regal. That sounds like a a fun term. The angry Regal came in and yelled at Legato. Uh, what I found interesting was uh, Santos Escobar found a tarot card. 
carrying carrying cross. Why, why is why is there a tarot card? I'm I'm a little confused. I'm intrigued on this. He, he did shit like that in Impact as yeah. Killer Cross when he left his mark on yeah on people. It's the same thing. It's just a different spin on it. But he's not because because Scarlet's with him now. But he's not cruiserweight eligible. Is he? he just go around. He he freaking called out uh, um, Delgado Fantasma, like knocked Car- Karrion Cross on NXT like two weeks ago. Hmm. So you know, it's just him him responding, essentially. In my in my mind, I wonder if he costs Santos and somehow St- and Stallion surprisingly wins the title. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, to me, the whole science thing is, is is stupid as fuck because the man's yet to actually have one single solitary match on NXT and they expect for the NXT audience to know who he is and to care about him. It's just, it's really fucking stupid. Yeah, I think he's had a match on NXT, but it's like been jobber matches. I don't think he has. Really? Okay. I, I thought really he's, don't. I, I, thought he, I thought he had a jobber match on there, but maybe not. Uh, Tony Storm cutting a promo. Uh, Io Shirai comes out. They battle. Then Mercedes Martinez comes out. So I think we're definitely looking at a triple threat at TakeOver. I'm okay with that. I wonder if they're put the title on Tony at TakeOver, Matt. Maybe. I mean, Io's had that title for I mean, I, I mean, I'd be okay with it, but I, I, don't know if that, I don't know if that's the plan. I mean, God, how long has Io had that title? To uh, pushing 240 days, June 7th of last year. Take over in your house. Swerve took on Bronson Reed. Decent little match there with Bronson getting the win. Um, next week on NXT, Lucha House Party takes on Legato. Undisputed Era against Ciampa and Thatcher. And then we got our main event, Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly took on Birch and Lorcan. Uh, pretty good main event there with uh, Balor and O'Reilly getting the win. After the match, Pete Dunne shows up and uh, uh, the heels uh, outnumber and, and beat up uh, on uh, Balor and O'Reilly when Cole and Strong come in to make the save. And, uh, and uh, the, the undisputed guys and Finn Balor standing tall in the ring to end the show. I was I was almost expecting maybe a two sweep between Cole and uh, and Balor. Let's just get the Bullet Club started on all brands, Matt. Yes, another thing for Tom Tonga to bitch about. <laughs> when he was standing side by side with him, I was I was expecting it, man. Dynamite, Lance Archer, Eddie Kingston, starting things off. Fun little fun match as always with those guys. I uh, I, th- I thought it was a great match. Mm-hmm. Nice little use of the brass knucks, thanks to Bunny. Using a little back fist to knock out Archer. So that great feud's going to continue, Matt, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, this is what, like like AEW rare rarely runs back a rematch the following week of a match that they just had. Like Raw might be the 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 show of the rematch, but AEW hardly ever does it. But they did 
but they're doing it in a way that it actually makes sense. Yeah. Raw just like, beats like, it to, beats le- it to the fucking... Legitimately in the story, Lance Archer was fucking screwed. Yeah. And Tony Khan's like, I saw you were screwed. We're going to make it right. We're going to give you the rematch, and we're going to make it a lumberjack match. I mean, in that booking, logically, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, it, like, when Raw does the same rematches every single fucking week... They just beat it into the ground. And it doesn't make any sense why they're fighting again. And they're just, they're, they're, know, they're, they're beating no it. There's no rhyme or reason behind what they're doing. <clears throat> they're beating it into the ground and they're just making it 50-50 booking. Yeah, you know? which doesn't help anybody. It was a stupid idea from bad creative. Yes, yep, you're right, Chris. Uh, Moxley cutting a promo from uh, outside. Um Talking about how he doesn't have friends, but uh, he loves a good uh, six-man tag and uh, 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 tells tells Pac and Phoenix to get ready. And uh, uh, we learned some things about Moxley. He's a simple guy. He likes his beer cold, his coffee hot, his water room temperature. He likes his sex in the morning because it's good to start the day. (laughs) I bet bet Renee liked that, that line. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, we heard from Sting and Darby Allen as they uh, uh, are in a uh, broken down building, beating uh, out some windows. That was pretty, uh, pretty cool little promo from those guys uh, calling each other hoodlums like it was a bad thing. Uh, Jericho and, and MJF took on the Varsity Blondes after that. Uh, I think Jericho uh, uh, pulled off a lion salt and stared at the camera to, to to talk to the marks that were talking about how he almost broke his neck last week. So I think that was exactly what he was doing at the end of that match. <laughs> at least that moonsault was a little better. Cody Rhodes. Arn Anderson, come out, interview with Tony Schiavone. Uh, they were talking about uh, how at Revolution, it should have been him and Brandy against Jaden Shaq, but life happens, and and then we got a baby daddy chant. Um, talks about how Arn chewed him out for taking Pretty Peter too lightly. And... Uh, Arn grabs the mic and says Cody deserved that ass chewing. Talked about uh, uh, does June 29th, 1985 ring a bell and uh, talks about how Dusty fought Tolly Blanchard for 30 minutes and then jumped on a private plane cross country to get there in time to see the birth of his baby boy Cody, which uh, Cody, you could see, started to get a little emotional, a little tear in the eye, if you will. And so that was basically Arn's way to tell Cody, <clears throat> go for it. And then Red Velvet comes out and uh, basically puts the stamp on it because she wants some of uh, Jade Cargill. And so uh, I, I really liked uh, the Red Velvet promo. And apparently, according to the numbers, that was the highest rated segment of the night, Matt. Really? Yep. That That's... was the highest. That was the highest rated minute of the uh, of the evening was uh, Red Velvet's promo. Wow! Yeah, I, I don't. I don't even know what. I don't even know what to say to that. I don't know either, but uh, there you go. 
Like she definitely gave Jay Cargill an education on how to fucking talk <laughs> on the microphone. I mean, I'll give. I, I definitely, I definitely can say that much. But the fact <laughs> that that was the highest rated part of AEW last week kind of makes me sad. I saw because there was a lot of great shit on that show last week. I think I, I think Cody tweeted that out or somebody. I, somebody retweeted it. Cody retweeted it from something. Yeah. Uh, Ryan name Ryan Nemeth, brother of Dolph Ziggler. Baby Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, don't call me Baby Dolph. Uh, exactly what he is. What is his nickname? I forget what it was. Hollywood Hunk. Hollywood Hunk. That's right. I was here's, like, here's the here's the thing, Baby Dolph. <laughs> oh, look at. Okay, if, if you don't want people calling you Baby Dolph, how about how about you don't rip off all your bro- fucking bigger brothers' um, mannerisms in wrestling moves? <laughs> and then maybe we won't call you Baby Dolph. Oh, you boy. Fucking Mark. There you he just went. He just went full Kaz there for a minute. Matt, you need anger management, <laughs> dude. I told I told you before we got on. The, I told you before we got on the show tonight. I was grumpy. I was not in a good mood, and I didn't know what the fuck I was going to say tonight. I feel like I feel like I've been tame. I feel like I've been tame. I feel like I've been maintaining a a sound calmness overall. Yes, but, you have. Yes, you, you have. know, but. Some well, things just need to be said. Thankfully, WWE has not given you a reason to go off too much the past no, like, 48 no, hours. No, Raw was, was tolerable. <laughs> yeah, it, it Rumble was, was it, good. It was yeah. Raw, I really, I really enjoyed the Rumble. I Me really too. did. Me too. And I thought, I thought Raw was fine. Like, I, it wasn't a great show, but it wasn't a terrible show. It was, a, it was just, it was a good, it was a good show. It was a good average and a good average Raw. And I'll take a good average Raw over over a shit raw that feels like it's eight hours long you know any monday ever you know so yeah i mean look no no besides the the kickoff show on sunday no wrestling has gone out of their way to absolutely offend me this week nothing on sunday nothing on monday nothing on tuesday my mood doesn't really have to do with the actual product on tv has to do with other things outside of the product on TV. We're not going to talk about that because that's not this type of podcast. Hangman Page gets the win after about six minutes. Um, not sure if there's a future for Ryan ne- Nemeth into the ring, but uh, in AEW, but uh, I thought he looked decent. God, was I was fine. trying to, I was trying to figure out. He was fine. I was trying to figure out where the fuck I'd seen him before, and it's like, well, what ring of on? It was hard. I was a hardcore when I used to watch the the pay per views or the. Or he the, worked uh, in he worked in ROH and uh, it was also hardcore. When I was, he worked in a uh, FCW and NXT like back in 2010 yeah. to 2013. Yeah, I, I was thinking recent, and it was House of Hardcore is what I was thinking of. He was there about three years ago or so. So that was what I was trying to think of, and I figured after the match, how about Matt, Matt Hardy talking to 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 Hangman? What are you what are you reading into this here, huh? I think Hangman Page goes hey, for the hey, big hey, money. Hangman's the bell of the ball. Yep, he's got. I mean, that, that, I mean, that's all. That's all this storyline is. Everybody wants the services of Hangman Page. He's the and free agent. He, yeah, and eventually he will hopefully align himself, you know, with the Dark <laughs> Order, and everything will be great. How fucking great was uh, Dax Hardwood and, and Jungle Boy? 
Oh, it was fan- it was fantastic. Man. Great match. Long way to go, but early candidate for match of the year. Obviously, going to have a lot of matches after this, but let's let's just say uh, early candidate for match of the year. Tremendous. Uh after the match, they took a uh, little little Fuji, threw some sand in the eyes, a little salt in the eyes or something, to uh, uh, Lu- uh, to Luchasaurus, and uh, beat down the guys. And for that, uh, they announced uh, uh, management announced that FTR is suspended for this week. But holy crap, Jungle Boy and Dax Harwood put on a a fucking show. Go uh, go and watch it if you have not seen it yet. Britt Baker took on Shanna. Uh, before that, we had a, a promo from Team Taz, uh, basically ripping up all of Sting's and Sting and uh, Darby's merchandise. Poor, poor merch guys. Then we got one of them thrown in like a lawn dart. They Ray Mysterioed him. They Ray Mysterioed him. The old NWO days. Uh, Britt Baker took on Shanna. About eight minutes there. Uh, with the lockjaw, Britt gets the win. Um, she put on the, the submission again, but Thunder Rosa makes the save, uh, setting up the uh, the big grudge match for them next uh, this week at Beach Break. We uh, continue the uh, the rift between Sammy Guevara and MJF. I think they're going to have a match at Revolution. <sighs> I don't know. There'll be some kind of inner circle implosion at Revolution. What they're what they're gonna what they're gonna go with, I'm not one hundred percent certain yet. Uh interview the Good Brothers with the Bucks. Um Young Bucks questioning Don Callis with the Good Brothers. Good brothers were gonna speak on that, but then Kenny Omega showed up. And then Don Callis showed up with a ridiculous amount of tape on his face. So maybe the Bucks didn't assault Callis. Maybe it was all a, a fake and Callis is just faking it. But uh, we didn't really have time to figure all that out because it was time for the match. Young Bucks enter. And it's Young Bucks and the Good Brothers taking on Silver Reynolds, Uno, and Stu. And uh, it was your main event of the evening. And uh very good main event with uh uh again silver impressing. I mean that hot tag where he basically ran through the bullet club on that hot tag. He looked pretty damn impressive, I'll tell you what. Uh but uh in the end, Magic Killer by the Good Brothers on Uno, Young Bucks hit the Meltzer driver on Stu. Uh that probably wasn't the worst bump Stu took if you watched BTE this week. That was Great. the best. That was the best Anna, Anna, Anna. That was the best Anna bump of BTE this week. <laughs> that fucking push was tremendous. Um. So the 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 Bucks and the Good Brothers win, and um, after that. Um, Phoenix comes out, and uh, boy, Phoenix has some balls coming out there to attack four guys at once, huh? 
Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Moxley. I didn't know if Moxley was there or not, but uh, Moxley shows up. And uh, Omega came out to attack Moxley, but Moxley was ready for it. Hits the paradigm shift. And uh, we go to we go to end of show. Yet another good dynamite in the books, right, Matt? Yeah, I actually I I really enjoyed dynamite last week. I thought it was a thought it was a big step up from the week before. Um, and I and I I really do I expect Beach Break to really to really deliver uh, Wednesday night, and I hope that they do. Beach Break. Speaking of that, is tonight if you're listening to the podcast here, February third. On the card, uh, as we just mentioned, Eddie Kingston, Lance Archer running it back with a lumberjack match. We have the wedding of Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. What can go wrong? Wedding? There, there is never anything that goes wrong at a wedding in a in a wrestling. Is there, Matt? Look, Mira is dumb enough to bring uh, Charles Taylor along with with him to this wedding. They deserve anything that goes wrong that happens. I think Orange Cassidy's going to do a little something at this wedding. Just a hunch. Battle Royale. Winner gets tag title shot at Revolution. Your challengers are acclaimed Dark Order, Santana Ortiz, Private Party, Top Flight, FTR. But not anymore. Not anymore. Jurassic Express, Jericho, MJF, Sammy Guevara, Hager, uh, and the Young Bucks. And uh, if the Bucks win, they get to name their challengers. I think the Bucks win, and they challenge the Good Brothers. There's a lot of different people they could challenge. That's what I think. You, you they agree? could challenge the Good Brothers. They could challenge SCU. They could challenge FTR. They could challenge the Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, there's there's pl- there's plenty of options there for if the Bucks win. Do you agree and that I, the Bucks I, are going to win? Out of the teams that are in there, it makes the most sense for them to win. And if I'm the Bucks, I don't announce who I'm, I don't announce my opponents immediately. I, I wait. I wait a week or two. Let let the let the anticipation build. But we'll see what happens. Uh, Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, and then six man action: Omega and the Good Brothers take on Moxley, Pack, and Phoenix. Let's go into some headlines before we go home. Uh, Edge tweeting out this uh, this evening. I'm in Orlando to visit my wife. Then I had a thought. NXT needs to get rated R. So yes, uh, NXT is gonna. I think we're gonna have a little Edge Finn Balor segment on uh, on on NXT. And it's gonna be good. Impact Wrestling hits a YouTube milestone. They just crossed four million subscribers. So um, very cool. They uh, mentioned they had quadrupled their subscribers over the last three years. Speaking of impact, their viewership went up a pretty good amount, up to uh, 186 from last last week's numbers compared to 147 the week before. Uh, last week, uh, AEW fell while NXT rose. Very close numbers, but AEW still wins 734 to 720. Uh, in the demo, 18 to 49, AEW won 0.29 to 0.21. So NXT got a big bump in the demo. By the way, they went from fourteen to twenty-one. Yeah, the- they, had, they had a lot of. I think. Uh, I think the average wrestling fan is very much enjoys NXT's women's division, and it was featured quite heavily last week. And I think it reflected in the numbers. 
Very curious to see the numbers now with Beach Break versus Edge showing up. SmackDown continues to be strong. Well, strong in terms of recent numbers, you know, comparatively speaking for the WWE. 2.28, uh, 2.228 uh, for their go-home show for the Rumble, which is actually slightly down. But uh, they've been holding uh, that, but still holding pretty steady there from the week before. Raw saw a little bit of an increase the night after the Rumble. Still a paltry 1.89 million. Very, uh, uh, they did not lose too many people into hour three or, the, or their hour three was pretty strong compared to the, the last three weeks before that. But man, that raw viewership is so low, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Even going up this week, following the rumble, it still wasn't as good as their ratings were like two weeks ago when, yeah. when the show was trash. It's just yeah. like, Oh boy. Uh, Amanda, Amanda Huber was on the, um, on AEW restricted and, uh, basically set the record straight with, uh, with Brody Lee and kind of basically gave a, a recap of everything of what happened to him. Um, if you want to go check that out and kind of, uh, hear the story from, from her, from yourself, if you want to, I'm not going to go into it at all. Um, WWE announced that a Japanese, a big Japanese star, Miyoko Satomura, is going to be debuting on NXT UK, and she's going to challenge <clears throat> NXT UK champion Kaylee Ray. Um, she's uh, <clears throat> been uh, basically uh, uh, considered a, a big star, wrestling in progress, and uh, uh, pro wrestling Eve, as well as Fight Club Pro in England. So uh, considered a pretty good get for NXT UK there. Alex Shelley uh, explained on Twitter uh, why he was uh, pulled from Hard to Kill. And um, pretty uh, a bunch of tweets here, but uh, it trying to just kind of figure it out. Um, on his full-time job yeah you know as a um he's a physical therapy clinic clinician and uh uh due to the volume of sick and injured patients they had to uh, modify COVID-19 mandates and his numbers went up so did the restrictiveness and so he could be the hard to kill uh at hard to kill due to the career and uh and uh said he respected the company's decisions um by the surgeons and doctors and was unable to travel until he's vaccinated. So, you know, basically put his career career ahead of uh, the wrestling there. So can't blame him at all for that, Matt. Nikki Bella announces that she's going to get married. Of course, they saved up for the total Bella season finale, which if you look at the ratings, you wonder if how long that's going to last. And I know that you're going to get excited with this news, Matt. They, uh, Bella say they're returning to the WWE fine with that i don't care <laughs> probably going for those tag titles good uh, maybe they'll actually do something with those belts <laughs> right because they're fucking worthless right now right uh robbie e and his wife tara have officially opened a gym <clears throat> in uh Baldwin park florida 
Um, and uh, let's see. Two Ring of Honor star- stars sign new deals. Uh, the bouncers, Brian Malonis and Beer City Bruiser, have come to terms uh, to stay with Ring of Honor. Uh, I also heard that uh, Session uh, Session Martha Martina is uh, also resigned. Turned down WWE because she wants to keep the uh, integrity of her character. Because we all know what in WWE you ain't going to keep that, right? Yeah, probably not. Uh, congrats to Stu Bennett, Wade Barrett, uh, as he has officially become a citizen of the United States of America. And uh, we've been waiting for it for a while, Matt, and finally it happened. John Moxley and Kenta face-to-face, and now it's official. Uh, February 26th, episode of New Japan Strong. As part of the New Beginning USA Tour, Moxley will defend the IWGP United States Championship against Kenta. Boy, will that match be awesome. Certainly should be. Sasha Banks gets her own Star Wars action figure uh, based on her character from The Mandalorian. Uh, so uh, that that means I think she probably would be the first person ever to have a WWE action figure and a Star Wars action figure. That might put her in history. Uh, I can't really think of anybody else that would have done that. Yeah. Uh According to Mike Johnson of PW Insider, lots of work done today on a WWE video game. Representatives of 2K are set to be at the Royal Rumble. Told that talents are doing voiceovers for the next edition of the game. Uh, plans are uh, for the most of the roster to be scanned as well. So I, I'd assume 2K is moving forward in 2021 uh, after taking last year off because, well, 20 was a shit show, wasn't it? broken piece of garbage and uh battlegrounds really wasn't what we were hoping for either was it it's just it's so repetitive and so repetitive and all the characters feel that like like there's four different character types and just everybody feels the same yep like if you if you if you pick two people with, with the same um Thing. Like, if you pick two brawlers, they have the exact same fucking moveset besides the, the SIG and the finisher. And it's just, it's just not, it's not good, man. Like, I'm, I'm sure if it, if you're playing, it's, it's like a four player couch party game with your friends, you know, I'm sure you can have a lot of fun with with a game like Battlegrounds. But playing that game as a solo <laughs> player experience, it's just fucking boring. And they two it up with fucking boring. They two it up with microtransactions too. Yeah, well, we all knew we were getting that from the creators of NBA Playgrounds. Yeah, that. I mean, it, 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 that really didn't surprise me. No, but it just it made me, it made me enjoy the game even less. So good job, I guess. Trying to message a friend of mine. There we go. Some breaking news! Some breaking news on an event that he's going to. Uh, he's going to WrestlePro Alaska, and they moved their they're moving it from Anchorage. I didn't even know WrestlePro was going to Alaska. Yeah, he I, I knew about it just because he was talking about going to it. So, 
They're moving it from Anchorage to Palmer because of uh, restrictions that are in place. Three documentaries have been filmed at the Royal Rumble. Uh, they're conducting interviews for future documentaries on Biggie, Edge, and Goldberg. Love to see a, a little chronicle or a 24 on Biggie. That'd be fun to see. <laughs> I love I love Mike Johnson's <laughs> title of this article, Matt. We already talked about it, but CM Punk returns to the ring, but not for WWE. <laughs> Well, it's an accurate it's an accurate headline. That's yeah, true. People want to people want to be bitchy about it, you know. Look, the, tell me where the lie is. You're 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 not wrong. You're you're not wrong. Um. <laughs> My buddy did not even know about it, so I'm just sending him the whole article for Mike Johnson. There we go. Um, hey, you're not wrong. Is that even? Uh, is that? Are they still? Is are they filming still season one and it hasn't debuted yet? I'm, I haven't kept up on it. Of what? Heels. Is that still yeah, yet they, to debut? Yeah, still, no, it has not debuted yet. They're still filming. I don't have stars either, so yeah. Um, John Cena, you'll see John Cena in the Super Bowl as he'll be in a Mountain Dew commercial. Uh, Mountain Dew's watermelon, new watermelon flavor. I guess I'll try that, see if it's as legendary as they call it, but John Cena going to be in a commercial for that. Um, and uh, John Cena also in an interview with Sports Illustrated said he will be missing WrestleMania 37 as he's going to be busy filming Peacemaker for HBO Max, which is, I believe, if I, if I, uh, Peacemaker is a DC universe type uh, uh, deal. Yeah, he's going. He's also in the Suicide Squad movie as the same character. Yep, I think it's pretty cool what HBO Max is doing with the W oh, with the Warner Brothers movies. Um, I want I want to check out that uh, I've heard some pretty good things about the the Denzel and Jared Le- uh, Jared Leto movie that j- just came out uh, Friday. I think you get like what thirty days to watch it before they pull it, like they did with Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. So I can't I can't wait for Zack Snyder's Justice League to be complete other dumpster fire, so everybody will feel stupid for all the years of them wanting to release the Snyder cut. You think and it's going to be a dumpster fire? They finally get what fire, they huh? want, and it's I think it's going to be trash. Yeah, we'll see. Rate it's got today uh, news broke on that. It's rated R. They do. Well, I guess WWE is not that pissed at Snoop Dogg, as uh, they're doing a collaboration with WWE champions. <laughs> a game I put away a long time ago. Yeah, I haven't played it in ages, but I did retweet the. I did retweet the tweet and said, if, if he doesn't have the Snoopy splash, what are we even doing here? So. <laughs> You're right. It's got to have the Snoopy splash. It's got to be his finisher. Exactly. Uh, Renee Paquette, Renee Young, John Moxley's wife, has joined Colin Cowherd's podcast network, The Volume, and it's announced today. Um, 
Christian, uh, talking about Christian, his first in-ring action since 2014. Um, was not ske- not scheduled to appear on Raw, as you see, as you see, he did not. Uh, belief is he's going to be working a part-time schedule, as we said. Uh, he was secretly cleared a week before the Rumble after a visit to Pittsburgh and uh, kept it a secret, as he mentioned in a prior interview. Only a small amount of people were aware ahead of time. So I wonder if Edge did know. Maybe he I think I think Edge knew. Yeah. We're going to get a WWE Untold on the APA. I bet that'll be interesting. There's some good stories, I bet, there. Uh, so WWE has an, uh, released a trailer for that on their YouTube channel. Uh, WWE Drew, uh, champion Drew McIntyre is releasing a memoir called A Chosen Destiny. It's going to be released in April in the UK and May in the United States. Uh, sp- <sighs> Speaking of the APA, WWE Network is releasing a best of the APA. So you can go check that out. Uh, IWTV, Internet Wrestling TV, has an, uh, announced that they have launched a channel, pro wrestling channel on Pluto TV. Um, they are going to show uh, Beyond Wrestling, uh, Women's Wrestling Revolution, and Defy Wrestling. And so, of course, Pluto TV, a free app that you can get on uh, Roku, Fire TV, all that stuff. So you can uh, check out some wrestling there. Uh, Mike Johnson, PW Insider, says that the Royal Rumble was considered Rhea Ripley's official main roster debut. Um, there is not a determination on what brand she will be at yet. She is not scheduled for SmackDown on Friday. Carlito has not yet signed with WWE, but word is that's just a formality. Word is there's a lot of praise on his work and, and uh, everything there. So it seems like it's going to be inevitable that Carlito signs a deal. Um, looking there, nothing, uh, nothing more on Bad Bunny. Just knowing that he'll probably have a match at WrestleMania 37. Uh, congrats to Joaquin Wild from Legado del Fantasma on the birth of his daughter. Raquel Molina or Marlena, sorry. Um, so congrats to Joaquin there. Lars uh, Lars Sullivan gone from WWE. So uh, uh, PW Insider has confirmed that quietly released last month, and uh, obviously they brought him back after a lengthy absence, and then he disappeared again. And the official, uh, official uh, as we wrap things up here tonight, the official word from AEW management, upon further review of their conduct after Jungle Boy versus Dax Harwood, FTR suspended from completion or from competition for one week, thus out of the breach, beach, beach break. That's all, folks. Tag team, Battle Royal. They were replaced by Silver and Reynolds. So there you go. That's going to do it for this edition of Lost in the Midcard.
And uh, thank you to spiderduck.net for being our host and, and enabling us to be on iTunes and Spotify and any of your favorite podcasting apps. Search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way and uh, typically on Wednesdays. But if you subscribe, sometimes we come at you at a special day. So that way, uh, you know, you'll know. And uh, we're also on the YouTube. So you can watch the video version of our podcast. And links to all that go to our pinned posts on Facebook at facebook.com slash lost in the midcard or at Twitter. LITMC podcast. Matt's on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. I am on the Twitter at JB Huskers. And let's ride off under that sunset. Let's look forward to a week of rated R superstar with NXT on Wednesday, SmackDown on Friday. And uh, as we uh, look forward to that, Matt, what are your final thoughts? Oh, Beach Break is great. I, I want a really great night of wrestling tomorrow. That's, that's my hope what i want let's let's continue this wave right you know let's go you know and and i'm in a good mood because my baby's back not the 24 7 title like our truth but ncaa football announced by ea sports today so i'm happy uh royal rumble was tremendous and and i'm happy because that's my christmas day that's my favorite pay-per-view of the year and uh and now uh we get what is shaping up to be yet another big Wednesday night battle between NXT and AEW. And with the recent uh, uh, news with NBC Sports Network, you know, these battles may be uh, coming to an end pretty soon because uh, NXT may be moved off of Wednesday nights with hockey. So, you know, I, you know, I don't, what do you think, Matt? Is it, do you look forward to the battles or do you rather have them split? I would rather have them on separate nights because honestly, I'm tired of hearing the little fanboys from both sides whine and cry about it on social media every week. Yeah. yeah. Move, move NXT to Thursdays and let's just fucking go. And uh, then Matt will probably move the podcast to Wednesdays and we'll record right after dynamite and we'll be happy almost every week. Right. That's it. Could be, it could happen. So, all right, for Matt Black, Jeremy Bennett here. Thanks for tuning in to Lost in the Mid Card. Have yourself a good week. We'll talk to you next time.